Welcome to episode 93 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am just way better than everybody else right now. Had a good day. How about you, Mike? Uh, I don't know if I'm way better than everybody else, but uh, I'm doing quite well, actually. You know, even though we did suffer our first loss in third, fourth grade oh, football. Oh, no. Yep. Hey, no. hats off to the Hemlock coaches because they had scored 51 points in two games going in, and our defense shut them out. Except oh, okay. we gave up two punt returns. We, oh, who works gotcha. on punt returns in third, fourth grade football, <laughs> for Christ's sakes? Come on, Mike. Yeah, I guess God, I, cover all your bases. Exactly. I guess hour and a half a night, four nights a week isn't enough. <laughs> Technically, the second touchdown was against the defense, but that was a mind fart on my part because from my angle, I thought he scored, but they marked him down on the one, so I brought in wholesale oh. substitutions, get, get, kid where they've never even practiced. Right. I mean, they were going to score anyway, but I thought I was defending the two-point conversion. Gotcha. But we were, that was actually so technically a little blemish against my defense, but anyway – but yeah, I'm doing quite well, Dave. It'll it'll show up in your contract for I, next yeah, year. You know, I'm actually kind of worried I might be I might get pink slip tomorrow when I show up for practice. They might fire me. <laughs> so all right, uh, here we go. First tasting. This is a donation, by the oh. way. Yeah. Thank uh, you to Jake, my son. Oh, Jake! Thank you very much. Uh, one uh, one time guest. Yeah. On the pod. Yeah. One time guest on the pod. Uh, he brought in a couple donations for tonight, actually. This is from Three Floyds in uh, Munster, Indiana. Okay? It's a regional brewery, a uh, bigger brewery. This is an American pale ale. All right? Okay. So not an IPA, but an American pale ale. And the stats on this one are 65 uh, ABV. Or 65. Jesus. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, so under that's the table. Baby. Six point five ABV with forty two IBUs. All right, and yeah, I wonder what the F three on the can stands for. F three, F the F three. Yeah, three Floyd's maybe. Yeah, good one. Yep. Like I haven't <laughs> even started drinking yet. And I'm already fucking clueless. All right. <clears throat> That's got it in my uh, maple grill glass. I'm going Austin Brothers. Nice. Yeah, I'm, oh, this almost, is a TV pour for me. Mine as well. Almost a... Uh, nice haze to it. Yep. You got a little friend in there too somehow. Yeah, just a little there piece of dust. We're good. Cheers. Cheers. Strong grapefruit on the notes. And on the, on the taste. Oh, yeah. Very flavorful though. Yeah. Let me, um, just real quick, because I don't think we've had a Three Floyds. This is a pretty decent-sized brewery here. Um, let's see. So, do, 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 do. Um, yes, 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 yes. This is the, whoops, I passed it. Sorry, folks. Sorry for the delay. And where the hell is it? What the hell? Where'd it go, Mike? Oh, that's, I'm not sure what I, you're looking for, Dave. I'm just I'm gonna read the um, the Barbarian Haze bar spell, Dave. Barbarian. There it is. All right, so 
At long last, we bring you our take on the Hazy IPA. Oh, wait a minute. So I got this one wrong, too. What is going on with this show so far? Hopefully it gets better as we, as we do our tasting. <laughs> as Clark Griswold would say, how could it possibly get any worse? <laughs> <laughs> so this is a New England IPA. That's why we're getting the fruity notes. Okay. All right. So I, I was trying to go by memory. I wasn't looking at my notes. Shame on me. At long last, we bring you our take on the Hazy IPA. It's no secret that most of our portfolio is hop-forward, flavorful, and unfiltered. With Barbarian Haze, we took the hopping protocol a bit further using some new-age brewing alchemy, coupled with our old-school heavy-handed approach. Fans of the style will recognize the complex soft, soft malt character that helps balance the generous hop additions for supreme drinkability. And I would agree with that description. Yes, the su supreme drinkability is a, a definite. So, um, right, you know, but hey, I don't find many things undrinkable. <laughs> Are we at that? Oh, you know what? I know what I know what we have to do from last pod, Mike. <laughs> yes, and for those who follow us on Facebook. I, and I did create on Tuesday. I was off when got back from Nashville. If you go to the flights, football, and anything else page, there is a, is it follow or like? There is something that people can actually do on that page. So give us a follow or a like. I think it's follow. So follow us on Facebook. You know, just, you know, go to your Facebook page. And then you'll get, you'll get flights, football in your newsfeed. Yes. Yeah. So Follow us on Facebook. I, you know, I don't know why it took 15, 18, 20 weeks of fucking around with it to get it. But anyway, that's not my mistake. It was such an egregious error. Uh -oh. I had to cor correct it on Facebook. And I'm going to correct it on the pod for our listeners who don't have anything to do with Facebook. And last week I said, not even close, bud. And you said something about Spicoli, and I, you know, and I kind of did. I'm not blaming you. I said it, and I agree with it, and we agreed that it was Jeff Spicoli, right? But that's clearly Paulie John. Sh no, John no. Bender from the Breakfast Club, where he said when you know when uh, oh, yeah. uh, the principal says to him, "Are you are you doing not even close, bud?" And then I gave credit to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and. Uh, the big dog uh, from Spilling the Nachos, he was listening to it on his way to work, and he sent in a text. He said, man, I can't believe you made that mistake. You can recite those movies frontwards, backwards, up and down, know every word, and you're going you're gonna to say not even close, but it's from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So, yeah, and it, so that, that was such a mistake. I got right on Facebook, and it's like, hey, a corrections corner well in advance because <laughs> – I was quite embarrassed because I don't know why. I mean, that's Spicoli, an IMBD faux pas. Spicoli does say bud. Yeah. You know, you know, like when Mr. Han, you know, rips up his tail. What's your problem, bud? Right. You know, so, yeah. but still, not even close, bud, is obviously John, uh, John Bender. So, whew. So now I've corrected that on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook if I didn't mention that. And here on episode 93 in Corrections Corner. So now. <sighs> got that off i get that's a well you know now oh gorilla my, off your back yeah my, my neck is all of a sudden a lot looser there's a lot of ten, uh, that, <laughs> that was an embarrassing mistake and not only that 93 episodes um 
Is today the first time the word egregious has been used? Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. We'd have to that's at least a $3 word. <laughs> so, All right. uh, I, as I told the listeners who got a, got a pass last week when, you know, I, because I was in Nashville, didn't get anything, didn't get to watch much. <laughs> so for those of you who don't want the television reviews, fuck you. Um, yeah, busy week. I'll go with one and then you can go with one if you've seen anything. Yep. Then, okay. Cause I've got a few things. First things first, uh, Liz and I are caught up on American Horror Story Season 10 double feature. Love it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to uh, pump the tires of uh, Evan Peters any more than I have already, but uh, uh, it's in the name of the season. Shit, it's called Double Feature. Right. And it's, it's six episodes, four episodes, two different storylines. Last week was episode six of the first one, Red Dawn, and then the last four are called Death Valley, and they're two separate storylines. But I tell you, I mean, I, I mean, they ended Red Dawn. It was a 31-minute episode, and it's usually an hour show. Right. What's up with that? I, they, Evan, or not Evan Peters, um... Oh, fuck, Chuck's yelling at me right now because I can't think of the guy who fucking creates the pod. Or not the pod, the fucking show. Anyway, Ryan Murphy, thank you. Yep. Um, he must have just said, ah, I'm getting tired with this. Let's just wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, so that one ended, but apparently, even though it's different storylines, the six episode in the beginning and the four episodes, which are called Death Valley, well, you'll be able to kind of tie them in together, kind of much like, all of, not all of, but a lot of the other American horror stories, you know, which right. they show how Pepper goes into the, she's in Freak Show and then she goes into Asylum. They kind of tie those together as there's, I mean, Ryan Murphy is like a genius. <laughs> Ryan Murphy is to television what Alex Cora is to baseball. Oh, I gotcha. So anyway, so that was my first one on the bed, item up for bed. Yourself? Uh, just that um, if you're, you know, those people that are following Ted Lasso religiously, uh, like we are, uh, catching it Friday night, you know, Ted made a huge breakthrough this week. So I won't do any more spoilers other than that. Uh, and uh, some very, very interesting storylines uh, kept me riveted. Uh, but then uh, going forward into C with um, Jason. <laughs> now you got me thinking about it. God, all you guys Momo are Momoa, Momoa. Yeah. like Samoa, yeah. but Momoa, um, and uh, and Batista. So anyway, that that's moving forward. But I just you know for forever I had been forgetting to fact check who was playing uh, Queen Kane. Okay, the Queen that I said just absolutely is doing a phenomenal job of of. I mean, if you want a character that just you're waiting to see what crazy ass shit she's going to do uh, from episode to episode. Um, her name is Sylvia Hoax. I think I pronounced it right. She's a Dutch actress. Uh, her last big role was in Blade Runner uh, 2049. Uh, kind of the, the new Blade Runner. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Yeah, I, I didn't see that either. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> so she's not new to acting. Uh, if you've seen kind of the sci-fi stuff. But holy shit, this last episode was uh, like just was another like 
you know, you almost had to turn away a little bit maybe or not. You just felt a little uncomfortable. But, yeah, she does a phenomenal job of uh, doing the doing the crazy queen uh, never know what's going to happen next uh, bit. So. And that's on, I know. That's on That's on the Apple TV Plus. All right. Yep. So, and you, I, you're you're you watch most of your stuff on Apple because you don't have Paramount either, do you, or do you? Have I, no, I okay. don't have Paramount, but I do have we do have Netflix and Prime. Um, but you know, right. I, I've th- these are taking up some time, and I did stay up a little bit extra. Uh, and I'll let you get you. I'll let you get yours in here in a minute. But uh, Apple Plus is plugging this Foundations. It's an Isaac Asimov book or a series. Um, and sci-fi, so I don't know if you'd be that interested in it. I don't know if the I don't know if the first episode got me hooked or not, but uh, it's interesting um, about what, the future. Like what's wo- it called? Foundation. Okay. Yeah, Foundation. Um, but you know, I I won't go into it. You can check it out. You can read about it. It is a, if you're a sci-fi person, it's interesting and. Uh, Obviously, even if you're not a sci-fi person, you've heard of Isaac Asimov. So, um, good stuff there. We'll see. We'll see how it pans out. If I get to if I get to watching the the second episode, uh, if I get hooked a little bit more, then you know maybe I'll continue watching. All right, and maybe one day Liz and I will get Apple, but to this point, we do not have it. Right. Um. Obviously, the listeners know my next item up for bid on the Price Is Right. Billions, well, unbelievably, only two episodes left, and I'm I'm nervous. I mean, I'm I go into watching Billions like I go into watching a Bear or a Red Sox game. (laughs) We won't won't talk about that until next segment when we get into the sports. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just like everybody's gunning for the axe. I mean, everybody's plotting. I think everybody on the the show is plotting to get axe. And I, I, I'm just like, fuck, they better not fuck with it. And I mean, that's when you know it's a, a good show, or at least you find it a good show, because obviously it's fake. I mean, it's a fucking television series. Right. But, I mean, I'm like... Emotionally I, committed exactly, to this Exactly. I'm yeah. sitting there watching, it's like, well, fuck, if Wags turns on Axe. I mean, they, they haven't showed that yet, right. but I'm just thinking to myself, well, everybody turned on Axe. So if Wag, I don't know if I'll be able to go on with life anymore if <laughs> Wags turns on Axe. Yeah. But here's the one thing. This is not a spoiler alert. If Wags, if Wags turns on Axe, it's because he's on a bad trip or something okay, like well, that. Or, or something, but you know, I, I don't even want to think that way, Dave. So get that thought out of my mind. Um, it's not really a spoiler alert. But it's a real legit question that's really weird. And I'll give you some details of it. And it won't, I don't even think this will bore the listeners who aren't even watching Billions. But all right. So it's season five. There are 12 episodes in season five. Uh, 10, 9, 8, 7. That's four episodes. So they had shot five seasons, six episodes, and then the pandemic hit. Everything was shut down, and then right. so the season was kind of just left in limbo while everything was shut down. This, that, and the other thing. Now, as you know, fast forward, things get back. You know, nothing's normal, but more normal. Blah 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 blah. And so you got episode seven, mm-hmm. eight, yep, nine, yep, 
10. Now I've proven to the listeners that I can count. So, but now the weird thing is, okay, so episode six, everything shut down because of COVID. Right. And then they do seven, eight, nine. Episode 10, um, they all are wearing masks in Axe cap. Yeah. The first mention that, you know, Axe had close contact with somebody from COVID. So he's holding a meeting on a Zoom call. Okay, I get all that. It's like, you know, you want to kind of make it real world, but why Why would you do that in episode 10 and, and not episode 7? Yeah. To me, that's weird. It's just bad. Like, I can right. see that being episode 7. Uh-huh. You know, you come back after like a year layoff or whatever it is. Sure. You come back, everybody's wearing masks. Yeah. I get that. But they 7, 8, 9, and then 10 they did it. I'm, I'm like, you know, I literally, as Liz and I are watching it, I pushed pause she said, what are you doing? I said, I want to make sure we're on the right episode. Why are they wearing masks now? I yeah. mean, we've been watching it for three weeks. The only thing I can think of is a lot of times they won't do, they might have had parts of those episodes already filmed. That, I did say that to that's what I did say that to Liz. That's good. And that's, they couldn't go back and say, well, we don't want to go back and refilm these with yeah. masks and all that kind of stuff. Um because even, even movies sometimes, when they're in a particular location, especially in the movie, if they're going back and forth right. to it, you know, they'll shoot all the scenes in one location. Listen to me like, I, like I'm some kind of movie expert. Well, but, but, but that, is, you can, that is true, though, because I think Donald Pleasance actually died during the filming of, I want to say, Halloween 4. Mm-hmm. And he's actually in the end of the movie, obviously, because they shoot scenes out of sequence yeah, right. and everything, so... But um, for timing and, and location, whatever. But yeah, so anyway, uh, two episodes left on on billions, and again, nervous. So let, we just all hope it works out well for the Axe Man. Yeah, well, I, I, Bobby, you know, here's to you. Cheers. And then, uh, oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. no, ESPN yep. two. How cool is that? With e- if you're watching Monday Night Football yep. on ESPN two, where they've got uh, even if even if you don't like them, I I think you would appreciate having yep. Peyton and Eli kind of doing color commentary in their own professional, experienced way. Um, and then this last, they had Gronk on there. Yep, that was uh, hilarious. Actually, and then after Gronk was Pat McAfee. I actually think it's I love. In fact, the Lions Packers game. I didn't turn to the main feed at all. We finished recording episode 92 because, yeah. like I said, we did that we did on a Monday, Monday night. Yep. But we did it earlier. We started, I think, at like 5, 5.30 Monday night. Right. And then finished the pod. I went home, and I did not watch one play on the main feed of ESPN. I watched Peyton and Eli. And um, Eli, I'm sorry, Peyton, it looks like... He does all the talking, and that looks like it sounds like looks like whatever it appears. But if you if you watch, I'm not. I I think Peyton and Gronk or Peyton and Pat McAfee might actually be a better because it's. I mean, right, like yeah. Peyton's <laughs> lobbing up some softballs to Eli. And he's like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I think so. No, yeah. I mean, so he. But Peyton's had a couple more years' experience with the television. Actually, Peyton's more, way more. I was witty. just going to say you know, they I mean, got two. They got two different personalities. And, and, not, and I'm not saying Eli was Eli was bad, but I mean, you can clearly tell that 
you know, Peyton steering that shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, and then when they brought Gronk on, he was, Gronk's hilarious. I love his commercial where he's, he, Mom, where's my pants? And then the other one where the, the uh, Navy Credit Union or whatever, whatever it is, and uh, she says, can I have your account number? And he says, 84. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, 87. He's 87. Uh, 87. And she says, it's usually between six, seven numbers. He's, oh, I'm not really a member. And she says, oh, this is special. He's, I'm special. <laughs> that, uh, that, that commercial is hilarious. Uh, Navy Federal Credit Union, I think it is. <clears throat> Gronk almost has that that sense of humor like a Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? He's got that look on his face and he's got that kind of like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah and, I, and that's obviously the way he is with the team, too, because on that Monday night, they they were talking about watching film and Gronk said, I don't watch film. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> just know? like, I just asked Tom, who's guarding me? Yep. <laughs> you know, so. what do I got to do? Um, yeah. He says, you know, I go watch what the team watches, but, do you know, I... Oh, inside the red zone? Yeah. Oh shit! I don't. I got that down pat. I don't. I don't need to watch yeah. any film on <laughs> yeah, that. Um, but yeah, so that's. Uh, I'm I, calling it right now, Mike. I, I hate to interrupt, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm calling it right now. Will Ferrell and Gronk are going to be in a movie at some point. Together. All right. Mark it down. Episode ninety-three. Dave calls shot of Will. We got it. We got to mark down episode ninety-three. Will Ferrell and Gronk in a movie. Um, what was the other thing I was watching? Oh, Dark Side of the Ring. That's the other thing I watched. It's on Hulu, season three, and I can't even remember the guy's name. It's the third episode, and it's from uh, not even extreme wrestling. It's uh, death match wrestling or whatever. And I, you talk about I, I, you watch some of the oh, stuff I this guy were, did. I thought you were talking about a porn you watched. Oh no! But this is like this guy is like they throw themselves through. Uh, fluorescent light tubes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really? Uh, uh, the, the, the one I talked about before was it New Jack, how he tried to kill a guy. I mean, I think New Jack is straight up badass, crazy. <laughs> but these wrestlers in the deathmatch wrestling, I don't, I don't know how stupid people, you don't even, you wonder if these people deserve to, to live. Because these matches are not, I mean, you know, pizza cutters across the mouth. And cutting up your your face, and this that and the other thing is like yeah. There's probably a reason I haven't watched it. Um, and then the one guy actually did wrestle David Arquette. That's actually <laughs> really and you know, but that 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 was actually a news story from years ago. But um, I know you didn't even flinch when I said I thought that was a porn you were watching. But somewhat, one of our listeners was laughing hysterically. But what did I say? Deathmatch wrestling? No, Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, well, isn't that the name of it? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I tried to. Anyway, whatever. But I'm bummed. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, if you don't have anything else you've been watching, Dave, I say we rate three. Yeah, Floyd no, Bar I'm there. I'm Hayes. done. You're done. Um, I'll go first. Yep. Am I? I'm going first. So, uh, delicious New England IPA. Holy cow. Um, probably doesn't even, this is, this is more of, this is more down, you know, my alley with the, you almost don't even taste an IPA. It's that like refreshing, almost, uh, uh I'm not going to say, uh, I'm not going to say a lawnmower beer or a lawn mowing beer, but, um, 
That's really good. I don't know if I can go a 4.0, but I'm going to go 3.99, 3.9. Oh, wow. And that, um, and yeah, this is, you didn't get the IPA taste, but I did. So, uh, wonderful selection. In fact, reach out to Jake. <laughs> and see where he got it. Well, yeah, I don't think it's available in this area. But if he get finds more, sees more, okay, you know, six whatever they sell it by six twelve. Just ask him how much it is, okay, and you know we'll Venmo each other or whatever. And then next you hear time, that, next, Jake? Next time he's home, he can bring some because I love this stuff. Did you hear that, Jake? Mikey likes it. Um, again, you know, I'm gonna go four point zero zero. Yep, you had that written down. You yep. showed me as soon so, as I said my. But yeah, excellent selection, Jake. Much appreciated. And I wonder if it's a little, uh, uh, what did list, once we get to YouTube, the viewers will be able to see this, but what, what other beer company has the, um, the zombie kind yeah. of like, uh, Gothic, uh, uh grotesque. Yeah, and we've sampled them. Kinda. Yeah. We've sampled them before. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, uh, have, to, we'll, we'll have to figure we'll, that we'll out. We'll think of it during the pod because we've had, and I wonder if that's a play on who I'm thinking of. Well, that may be true, Mike, but we got to get on with the second, ta- second tasting, and that is going to be from Cranker's Brewery in Big Rapids, Michigan, home of Ferris State University. Yes, sir. Bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> Blood of Crank. Now, that sounds like a porn I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sick. Uh, this is a blood orange IPA. I think it's the first, uh, we've had some blood orange, um, uh, was it Sheboygan Brewery? They've got a, yep. they've got a blood orange that's yeah, really, Austin really good. Austin Brothers has a blood orange. Austin Brothers has an excellent blood orange. And then, uh, but this is a blood orange IPA. So the stats on this one, it is 6.9% ABV with 69 IBUs. I don't think that's the... That's the second time yep. I think somebody's that, done that that's on a beer. The second what's time, the other 69, one? 69, not too long ago. We'd have to look it up. But what's interesting is oh, with the yeah. sh- with the smaller breweries, some of these numbers probably are changed because on the label on the can, it says 7% 65. Right. I mean, 6, 9, 7, 6. 9, 6, or 69, 65. But I depending mean, on the batch, you're saying right, in yeah. the microbrew, yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, this and I'm I'm going off of untapped here. Uh, this blood orange IPA is made with blood orange puree that melds nicely with the special citrus hop blend. You can taste the passion in every sip. So I don't think we've had any puree in any of our IPAs before. So this might be interesting as well. Well, hopefully it's spellbinding like the can says. <laughs> Oh, the can says it's spellbinding? Yep. This spellbinding India Pale Ale is perfectly suited for those hot summer days. Well, we're a little late, but what the hell? Yeah. Another commercial beer. Now, we're uh, we're drinking the Craker's Brewery Blood Orange IPA in our... Bend, Oregon glasses. So Deschutes Brewery, and you've got a what a good life. Yep, good life in Bend, Oregon. Cheers. Not wow. as not as fruity on the notes. What? I, I, I'm I, getting tons of orange. Not as the Barbarian Haze was. Really. 
Holy smokes. Huh. That's a that is a different taste. Isn't it? That's what she said. <laughs> um But that might that's that must be the puree. Yes. Ah, segment two, Very sports. What we do best. Major League Baseball. How about them cards, eh? Wow. 16 wins in a row today. Went from 71 and 69, a 500 fucking ball team. Yeah. Figure something out. 16 straight wins pretty much locked up a uh, wild card berth. Um, Red Sox played the city in New York this week. Off day Monday, off day Thursday. Fortunately, we played the Mets. Lost or, or beat the Mets two games rather easily. Had Thursday off. Started a three-game set with the Yankees. As I told the listeners before, I'm a loyal fan. I love the Red Sox. But I am also the world's biggest poor sport. So I got to get on FanDuel and bet against the Red Sox when they play the Yankees and when they play the Tigers. Just like next week, I'm letting yeah. the listeners know if my FanDuel account <laughs> is at $170, yeah. I'm betting $170 on the Lions to beat the Bears. If my FanDuel account's at $580, I'm betting $580 because the one thing I hate more than the Yankees beating the Red Sox is the Lions beating the Bears. And the Bears are going to lose to the Lions next week, but let's hold that for the NFL talk. Right. right now we're on baseball. So anyway, and you know, at the Fishman 8, always laughs at me. He said, well, you can't find any other games to bet. And I'm like, well, Friday night's game was Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, over the last two, three, four years, has been arguably the best pitcher in baseball. Without question, one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's coming off a horrible start, and I got him at even money. Right. It's like it was like a no-brainer. It's like, yeah, I, you know, and my mentality is I didn't want the Red Sox because my fifty to win sixty-six dollar bet is a lot cheaper than me having to replace that sixty-inch TV above my fireplace. <laughs> and people are thinking, well, he wouldn't really break his fireplace over a baseball game. It's like, well, unfortunately, I have that many issues. I fucking probably would. So I bet on the, you know, I won money. I'm like, all right, well, let's go, let's go for Saturday. So Saturday comes along, I get home from work. Again, the odds are favorable on the Yankees. I don't, I mean, the Yankees beat the Red Sox 77 trillion straight times. It's like, well, why in the fuck are the Yankees not big favorites? So I'm like, all right, I'll bet. I'm going to make the same bet I made Friday, Saturday. And this is the curse that I, if you don't think my curse on my teams is real, this proves it. Watching the game, or I'm sorry, I'm watching college football and I'm on the the scroll on the bottom. Right. Red Sox won, Yankees nothing, third inning. One nothing, one nothing. Red Sox two, Yankees nothing, sixth inning. Red Sox two, Yankees won, sixth, seventh inning. Red Sox two, Yankees won, eighth inning. Red Sox two, Yankees won, eighth inning. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh, this eighth inning has gone on a long time. When this football game that I was watching, I think it was the uh, oh the Clemson North Carolina State game, which we'll get to in a little bit. That game went to half or went to a commercial, and I'm like, all right, I think the Red Sox Yanks are on Major League Baseball Network. So on Directv, that's two, one, three. I shit you not. First pitch I see hits Phil. I almost <laughs> said Phil Rizzuto. <laughs> Phil Rizzo. Yeah. Oh. 
Anthony Rizzo, Phil Rizzuto, Anthony Rizzo. God damn. <laughs> get it straight. Yeah, get it straight. So it hits Anthony Rizzo on the kneecap. Bases load after two outs in the eighth inning. There's runners on first and second two outs. Rizzo gets hit on the kneecap. So bases loaded, two outs. Very next fucking pitch. The only reason this guy's in the game is because that stupid fucking rule baseball put in to speed up the game because everybody's got places to be. And like I've said on many episodes of this podcast, if you got some fucking place to be, leave. Right. Nobody gives a fuck if you leave the game. Do whatever you got to do. But well, we can't have all these fucking pitching changes. People got things to do. So, you know, baseball implemented that rule. If you bring in a reliever in the middle of the inning, you got to face three batters. So now we got a left-handed pitcher facing John Carlos Stanton. He fucking grooves one. And I think the fucking ball might still be going. Fucking Stanton hit this cocksucker to the moon. I mean, it was a. I mean, it was like. I mean, you, they show the look. On, right. You watch it on um, <clears throat> on your phone, and one of the angles they show. As soon as the ball hits Stanton's bat, you can see Vasquez, the catcher, just drop his head because I mean this fucking <laughs> ball was scorched. Boom! All right, so the Yankees win game two, but I keep winning money. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to do the same thing. We're recording here. I don't want another episode happening, so I, I bet the Yankees again. Worst case scenario, the Red Sox are going to be second for the wild card ahead of Toronto by a game. Toronto plays the Yankees, and then I don't know who they play. The Yankees play Toronto and Tampa, and the Red Sox play the Phillies and the Orioles. If the Red Sox can't do business against the Phillies and the Orioles, they don't belong in the playoffs. Phillies and the Orioles are terrible baseball teams. Oh, yeah. And so the Red Sox should be one of the two. But the first, you know, April, May, and June, the Red Sox own the Yankees. June, July, August, September, the Yankees have owned the Red Sox. So I don't know if a one-game playoff, be it in Fenway Park or Yankee Stadium, is going to do any good because the Red Sox just can't beat the fucking Yankees right now. So uh, American League is much more wide open. National League is kind of, um, there's some positioning that goes along, but there's actually more teams in the American League. So with one, like I said last week, the extra wild card team, baseball's got what they want. One week to go in the American League, you got Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays. Well, the Rays are in, so we don't count them. So the Red Sox, Yankees, and Blue Jays. And then A's in Seattle, not so much as the other three, but you know you got five teams still in contention with one week to go. Uh, so baseball got what they want. Yeah, they got some excitement, and they yeah, didn't yep. get they didn't get teams just flopping and and laying down, trying to you know pad their their record to get a higher draft. So all right, before you tur- I turn it over to you in college football. So what's your take on that? I know. My bet, I don't bet enough money to like like if if I were a better that put like twenty million dollars on a game, well that's money that could actually influence a game. Like Vegas might call and say, Jesus Christ, somebody just bet twenty million dollars. So you got to fix this fucking thing. We can't pay this. Right. But I mean, my bets are nowhere near that right. big. <clears throat> and I want and you you saw me place the wager on the Yankees. Today. Yes. Yeah, I did. Now. In my opinion, some people say it's stupid. In my opinion, I want the Red Sox to win. I think the Red Sox need to win this game. Yep. They want to get in the playoffs. But you saw how mad I got when you told me the outcome of the the, oh, yeah. the, the Rays oh, game yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, eight episodes ago or whatever it was. Right. 
I'm a poor sport. I have no qualms about that. So and for the I, listeners that forgot, Mike chucked his phone from the inside of my garage, and I think it landed at the end of the driveway. Yes, it did. <laughs> Otterbox did his job. Yeah, it did, though. I can't believe it. I thought for yep, sure. that's still the phone. So um, <laughs> I thought yeah, for so, sure that thing had been toast. But see, now I want the Red Sox to win tonight. I hope when we're, you know, just before I give the old, uh, as I look in the bottom of my glass, we look up at the computer screen, and it's 9-1 Red Sox. And I'll say, okay, well, my, my FanDuel account $75 lighter, but at least I don't have to fucking break anything. Right. But if I look up, you know, hey, as I look down the bottom of my glass, and all of a sudden Stanton hits another grand slam, and it's 14 to nothing Yankees, I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I made money anyway. Yeah. So what is, what is your take on that? It, I think that's a good play on your part. Right. I think that's a, I think that's genius. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, some don't like it. It's like, well, how can you bet against your team? It's like, I'm not betting against my team. I'm betting so I don't destroy anything. Because <laughs> I want the Red Sox to win. I hope right. they win. Right. But also, you, you made an intelligent bet because yeah. you know you know what the trend is. Tonight is probably the worst bet of the three that I made. Friday night's bet was I should have bet heavier on Friday night. Because Cole coming off a shitty outing was almost a no-brainer. But anyway, enough baseball. On to the, uh, the sport the, of sports. College football. So it's, a, it's kind of a crapshoot. There's a lot of interesting things going on. You alluded to the fact that Clemson is in a rebuilding, air quotes, because yep. you, you can't see it right now. Maybe insert an eye roll. Um, Clemson lost to NC State. Now, NC State is ranked 23rd. I don't know where... I mean, it, there used to be a day when NC State... Well, I, I can't say that. But most years, NC State and University of North Carolina are not ranked. Usually they... Not do, football and basketball. Usually, they basketball they are, yeah. But that's a different, whole different animal. Um, so, we'll see what happens with that. Who knows? Um, you know, Baylor roll, rolled... Uh, poor Vanderbilt had to play uh, Georgia and lost 62 to nothing. Uh, the fanfare leading up to the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game, you know, I kept thinking like, okay, they haven't played each other for 50 years. So what? But yeah, I didn't know that, <laughs> I was, just, I, I didn't know that was a big oh, deal. Oh, it was, it, was it was a big deal. Uh, but Notre Dame uh, took Wisconsin to the woodshed. Uh, 41 to 13. So Second half, yes. Yeah, maybe Notre Dame is the real deal this year. So uh, Michigan kind of had a tough time with Rutgers. I don't know if you know Rutgers is unranked, but they were three and zero going yeah. into the game. So you really don't know where Rutgers is at as a team. Uh, trying to measure Michigan, I, I will say this though, um, Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he didn't. My dad alluded to it, and I've always kind of thought this, but damn, it just anytime Michigan is even close with anybody else, you, in the in the camera pans to Harbaugh, he always just looks so confused. He's just got a dumbfounded look on his face. I I don't understand. But anyway, uh, who else? Baylor. Number uh, Baylor just squeaked by Iowa State. That was kind of a good game. Uh, Penn State, who ended up uh, doing well last weekend, uh, playing Villanova. Yeah, that, but that wasn't knows? that wasn't a game that sucked. Not really. Um, what else are we looking at here? I was shocked that Michigan State struggled with Nebraska. Okay, they, so they jumped out early, and then all of a sudden they were behind. Did and you, it took a punt return, their first punt return in like many years. Yeah. 
And then they won in overtime. But did you see how many yards of offense Michigan State had in the second half? Leading up up to that, well, it's not even yards of offense, I guess, but up to the punt return, do you know how many yards of offense they had? Mm. Five. Well, yeah, that. Five. I'm not, that's not a, they had five yards of offense. They were impersonating the Bears. Oh, my God. It was just, it was so bad to watch. Um, it was horrible. It was worse than last year. I mean, their offense was inept last year. And it, it I mean, I think, I'm not sure, but when um, Thorne, uh, Michigan State's uh, quarterback, took off his football pants, I'm sure there was a huge load in there. Because he, he, he was uncharacteristically inaccurate with his passes. Um, obviously, with uh, Walker the third, uh, their, their uh, transfer running back from Wake Forest, uh, putting up 160 average, 164 yards uh, per game in his yeah. first three games. Uh, everybody was keyed on, you know, the Nebraska defense was very keyed on him. Although he came up big in the last, what was it, three minutes? But um, yeah, I mean, that, that was, I, I guess, after the post game uh, interview with Tucker, um, he just said, "Hey, we found a way to win." That was it. Right. I mean, what can he say? Right. And hey, in bottom line, that's all there is to it, just win. But I guess winning wasn't good enough for Ohio State when Ohio State beat Akron 59-7 and one of their players just fucking quit. I'm looking at my phone right now to get, oh, Kayvon Pope. He did apologize to the team today, but yesterday he fucking quit. He said, that's it, I fucking quit. Quit the team? Yeah, walked off, the, got into a dispute with the linebacker coach. He's, he's a senior mainly a special teams player, and fucking just left. You know, he he walked off the field. He were beating him so bad he probably wasn't getting playing time, yeah, and he, he just like, he I'm He probably done. thought he was going to go in, and he said, fuck <laughs> it, I quit. You know, so. But he apologized today, so I don't know if they'll take him back or not. I mean, that's kind of a tough look. I mean, he's been on the team for you. I think he's been, I mean, he's a senior. Right. I don't know if he's been there all year. Uh, my take on the college, you know, there was some uh, – Oklahoma didn't look good at all. West Virginia should have actually beat them, but didn't. Right. But again, like I said, just win, baby. But the one point that I want to point out is, and Clemson's been dominant, you know, for, for three, three, four years now. And like you said, they're kind of like rebuilding. They lost Lawrence. They lost um, Travis at ATN, who's actually got hurt, and he's not playing for the Jaguars because he's out for the year. But yet, though they don't win the national championship every year, Alabama just keeps rolling. rolling. Roll time. You know, Alabama's not Alabama doesn't have two losses yet, and they lost just as many people in the NFL as Clemson did. <laughs> right. And they just I mean, Southern Miss is no big deal, but I mean they just beat everybody. I mean, every single game. And, and then okay, then maybe in the championship game, mm-hmm. you know, in Ohio State. Yep. Or a Clemson, you know, gets them in a, you know, a, sure. you know, that's the beauty of football. Hey, one, if you're not on your best one day, yep. you're done. But um, now there were rumors when um, Nick Saban was at Michigan State. He asked for a plane, a specific private plane, so he can, you know, go recruit, get to places. Like after a game, if I want to hop on a plane, boom, and I want to be somewhere, blah, blah. And he had a bunch of demands, like this is what I need in order to, uh, to start, a, a, you know, a, a, the best recruiting type of a program ever, and Michigan State kind of looked at him and laughed. Apparently, I'm I'm hearing this third person, you know. So he goes to LSU, 
says, well, screw you guys. I can't do it. I, you know, I can't recruit up here, especially right. in the northern tier states. I need that kind of money, that kind of support in order to make this a, a championship football team. So he left. He went to LSU, did pretty well, uh, but still didn't quite get exactly what he needed and wanted. Alabama says, we're going to give you anything and everything you want. And I think from that standpoint, I mean, I, I kind of understand how he has the recruiting machine that he has. Oh, for sure. And But you, you left out the side note when he went to Miami, the Dolphins, and the NFL flat, fell flat on his fucking face. Well, that's, you know, we're going to see him. You can't re- recruit at Miami. You, no, you can't. Yeah, yeah, you so. can't recruit at, and, and, you know, and some of those guys, Urban Meyer, we're going to see how well he does. You know, right. that's, well, that's he, he, he's not doing well this year. So but. some of those some of those guys that have the college kids dialed in and how to push their buttons and where their buttons are at and how to you know some that just doesn't work at the NFL level. And I'm going to put a pause in the sports talk right now because we have on the big screen we have we're watching the, <laughs> the Rams game, which we'll get to in a second, but. Now, <laughs> a little bit of a smoke show on the screen on the Simpsons. Eh? I mean, you know, you know she's. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. She's got she's Animate, got Homer kind of animation porn's underrated. <laughs> God. All right. Look at her. Well, yeah. The low cut dress. Well, who do you? It's supposed to be somebody. Who do you think that is? I don't know. It's supposed to be Mar- Marge's nemesis, maybe motivator or something. Anyway, anyway, folks, I can't believe The Simpsons is still on. That might be the first Simpsons ref- reference on this pod ever, but. It's still going for like six hundred years. How do you know? How, how do you not expect The Simpsons to be on? It's great writing, great acting. I mean, it's just it it draws you in. How are you not emotionally? I don't, I, I don't buy into the fact that nobody this. ages. Okay, that's that's where I draw the line. Okay. So, um, yeah. All right. I'll buy all it. right. Anyway, on to the granddaddy of them all. Justin Fields gets his first start today for the Bears. I tweeted out on my personal tweeter. Tweeter? On my personal Twitter. <laughs> that's a person. That's a, that's a you problem. Yeah, I, 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 on my, not the pod Twitter, but my personal Twitter, I put, a, put it out there that, all right, the one big flaw with young quarterbacks is don't keep changing the system. Don't keep changing the coaches, the coordinators, the schemes, the this, the that, because that just fucks with them and ruins them. Well, Justin Fields has no ties really to this fucking group of cluster fuck, nobody, nothings. Fucking gut it now. Fucking fire them all. Matt Nagy is a... It, I, I will apologize to the dodo birds out there when I called Matt Nagy a dodo bird last year, last week in episode 92, because Matt Nagy's a fucking dunce. Fucking fire his ass, hold a drawing and say, we're the season ticket holder in section 333, row R, seat four. Report to the field, you're now the head coach of the Chicago Bears. And I would fucking think the Bears have a better chance than with this fucking idiot. He is terrible. He's clueless. They've never fucking thrown... Justin Fields has a fucking cannon. I get the fact his offensive line sucks ass. And Jason Peters... The only reason Jason Peters is playing is because our uh, second-round draft pick from Oklahoma State had back surgery. So they had to sign somebody to play left tackle. And 
maybe six, seven years ago, Jason Peters could have – no relation, by the way. Okay. Um, six, seven years ago, maybe Jason Peters could have held Miles Garrett at bay to a degree. Well, yeah. not not at 106 he can't because Miles Garrett had four <laughs> and a half bucket sacks. And your quarterback's a mobile quarterback. Yeah. And it's just and, and it's just like is is everything Matt Nagy's fault? Probably not everything. I mean, he didn't draft the off. I mean, he doesn't say right. Somebody's got to fucking pay the price. Somebody's got to fall on the sword, fire them all, bring them somebody else in there that can rebuild it, so you don't ruin. Because I love Justin Fields. He's looked awful so far this year, yeah. other than his one nice little rushing touchdown against the Rams. When they brought him in in a little special package, um, but last week when he came in, even though they won and beat, I don't know how they beat the Bengals. What I mean, the Bengals have beat the Vikings and the Steelers, and the Bears beat the Bengals. Go figure. I mean, because the Bears off, I legit think we would not. My third, fourth grade uh, Swan yeah. Valley youth football team defense, we wouldn't shut the Bears out because Cairo Santos would probably right. nail a fifty yarder against us. <laughs> But that offense would not score against my third or fourth grade. That's how fucking bad the Bears' offense is. And it's, it's before you ruin Fields, start over. He hasn't he he's, hasn't even learned anything from these guys yet because he's only been there a couple months. Right. Fire them all and hope for the best. And at some point, maybe before I'm 106, the Bears can get somebody who can block because it. Their offensive line is terrible. Justin Fields to be sacked nine times is an abomination. It's a, it's a disgrace to football. And then the defense, which some teams don't allow nine sacks in a season. Exactly. And um, in the defense, which isn't the '85 Bears, it's not even the Bears that should have went to the Super Bowl when Cody Parkey missed a fucking field goal. I don't hold grudges though. By the way, <laughs> um, it's not even as good as that defense. It's serviceable. Yeah. But yep. they know they have to play perfect. If not, in fact, you know what? We got to get a touchdown even at – because the only reason the Bears beat the Bengals is because the fucking defense scored a touchdown. No, there you go. So, um, but they're serviceable if you can get them some help. So, anyway, going to be a long year and whatever on that. Uh, yeah. How about how the – are you done with that? Yeah. I'm okay, done with good. my bear around. I got to take a drink. Whew, yeah, and a Tylenol. How the how the Lions lost today? Mm. So those of you that saw that game are nodding your head. Holy shit! All right. First of all, yeah, yeah, misery loves company because I know the Bears' rival is the Packers. My rival is the, the Lions because I live in I've lived in Michigan my whole life. Mostly people in Michigan are Lions fans. When Tucker nailed that kick, I pro- I celebrated as if the Bears won the Super Bowl. I guess really? I guess because misery loves company. But number one, what a fucking kick, eh? 66, 66 yards. yards, yeah. Now, he needed a fortuitous bounce off the crossbar and in, but 66 yards, he hit that fucking thing dead center. You know what that guy's getting for Christmas? Nothing, because he already <laughs> got it. Yes. Now, I've already heard from a number of Lion fans. That was delay a game. That was delay a game. It went zero. Snap. That's delay a game. That's delay a game. Yeah, I probably would be doing the same thing as a Bear fan. Only thing I can say, (laughs) fourth and 19, how about make a fucking stop? 
<laughs> How does somebody get fucking behind you by 10 yards on 4th and 19 with 20 seconds to go in the game? That that catch should have never happened. That catch should have never happened. Right, and then you don't put the game in the yeah. game. And then not only that, why, are, why aren't the Ravens Because all they were doing is looking for one quick pass that they could pick up three or four more yards. Yep. That's all they want. And then when Jackson saw it wasn't home, he just fired it into the stands. But why would he even take the play clock down that low? I, that and, I didn't understand yeah, either. And it's like, because the clock was stopped, because they had already spiked the ball to stop the clock. So right. the clock wasn't moving. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, it was, it, you know, yeah. I well, mean, it was an amazing, I mean, talk, what an amazing kick. I mean, 66 fucking yards. The previous record was. Was it 62 or 64? No, it was 63 was Elam. Prater may have had a 65. I'll have to double check that. But I, I, I want to say 63. No, Dempsey's was 63, and I think Prater had a 65. Okay. So 66 is definitely the record. Yeah. I think Prater had a 65, which Prater tried a 68-yard field goal today, kicked it to one yard shy of the back of the end zone, and then the Jaguars returned it 109 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> Oops. And then... Uh, I don't know. What's wrong with the Chiefs? Chiefs are one and two. Yeah, I have no idea. Lost lost a late game to the Ravens last week. Lost a late game to the Chargers this week. Yeah. And then the fucking Raiders are three and oh. You know. Yeah. You know, I, they they fell behind 14-0, took a, went up 25-14 or whatever, and then ended up going into overtime, exchanged field goals, then made a field goal. So uh, you know, a lot of the uh the the pondiffs and the the you know ex- pundits pundits yes. what did I say pundiffs oh boy all right are we in the third tasting yet not yet I don't have an excuse all right but anyway you know the smart guys with football I mean they're already wanting to get in bed with uh, Kyler Murray so I mean with that thirty one win over the Jaguars thirty one nineteen win I mean and know, this was his worst performance of the year. Uh, Kyler Murray, he, he didn't. Yeah. I don't think he had any touchdown passes. Had a touchdown run, so yeah. But I, he's I, a leader. He's finding he, a way to win. He, he's motivating he's just, his. I think he's his, just trying to fuck my fantasy season over because I didn't pick him because I didn't. He, I didn't think he looked that good last year, and now he's like the be all end all. Right, that's what I'm saying. And um, Jets shut out. Yep. You know, so they bring in the savior, Zach Wilson, kind of going through some of the things uh, Justin Fields is. Yet Sam Darnold, who couldn't get out of his own way in New York, is now 3 0 with the Panthers. So, <laughs> who knows? You, you got to wonder if it's systems or players. Although, you know, Brady, yeah, he took a lost day, but the Rams are fucking legit. That's why I did not want Fields starting against the Rams because the Rams are legit. Um, Brady threw for nearly 400 yards, but only the one, t- I don't want to say meaningless touchdown, but it was late when it was the game was out of hand, you know, right, 400 yards right. and a touchdown. And the Rams are looking like the team to beat. Fuck, the Seahawks are one and two. Vikings are one. Everybody seems to be one and two. And... Yeah. And the Lions end up giving away another, you know, player that's going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, Stafford, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought Goff would do better. I mean, Goff has nobody to throw to. But even even as uh, bad as the Lions are, at least they move the football. Yeah, the, Bears I mean, don't, the Bears don't 
the Bears can't do anything offensively. Nothing. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, well, there was some golf this weekend. One there. Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup. USA took it to uh, Europe. Yep. First time in four years. Oh uh, God, you're gonna. Well, they didn't. They didn't question. do it in uh, COVID, so I mean, right? So maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but anyway, uh, the, you, just for those of you that don't follow Ryder Cup, it's kind of. I mean, if you play golf at all or have ever played golf, um, it the the format is interesting because four ball. If you know what best ball is, so two people from U.S., uh, two people from Europe. And they each play their own ball, but they play as a team. So the, from the two people on the U.S., whoever scores the best on that hole, they take that score against the best of the two from Europe. And then on the second day, this is where it gets interesting. And I've played this before, and it's really tough. So You've played in the Ryder Cup before? Yes. No. <laughs> come on. I've played, I've played uh, foursomes. Uh, but here in the States, we call it alternate shot because oh. that's what it is. Um, oh, a different kind of okay. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were talking about a different foursome. That was yeah. It, okay, yeah, whatever, Mike. And so foursomes, uh, we call that here alternate shot. So actually, like if you and I are playing for the for USA, um, you might tee off, and wherever your ball lands, I've got to play the next shot. So the two of us just play one ball. Uh, it gets very interesting, and you better be paired with somebody that you get along with. So obviously. Uh, Brooks Kepka and DeChambeau did not play together, especially in the alternate shot format. Uh, but uh, USA won the best ball. They won the alternate shot day. And then today was singles. And that's where just it's mano a mano. Um, USA, against, uh, US, or USA against Europe. And USA got a record 19 points uh, versus Europe's nine. So prior to that... The U.S. had scored 18 and a half one time, and Europe had scored 18 and a half two times. I think the overall record, though, Europe still has got us uh, pinned down pretty good as far as uh, total wins in the Ryder Cup. But it's interesting because Whistling Straits, right along Lake Michigan there in Wisconsin, uh, they had it set up. Um, Jesus, there's a couple grandstands there that look like a like an NFL stadium, like what we're looking at right now uh, in San Francisco. Is this San Francisco? Yes. Yeah, San Francisco. Um, but just rowdy. I mean, I almost wanted to be there. Um, you know, and obviously, if you're being rowdy while people are trying to swing or you know trying to trying to hit a shot, you're quickly removed from the golf course. But um, when the when the club head hits the ball, uh, it's almost anything goes. There was. Uh, it just seemed like a really good... Yell. I thought they could yell at all times during the Ryder Cup. No. No, they got to be quiet when they're, when they're actually trying yeah. to swing. See, nobody nobody told John Carlos Stanton they had to be quiet when he fucking ripped one that was coming at him at 95 miles an hour. <laughs> See, that's the difference. I don't like that. That's, you know, tennis and golf, that's iffy to me. Because, like, if Stanton can stand in there and somebody's throwing it 90 miles an hour and people can be screaming, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. miss it, miss it, miss it, and, and everything's going nuts, and yet you can't stand over a ball and just. Yeah. Yeah, so they, we got you got to get the priority straight. But yeah, so hey, finally the USA. UFC? So, yes, yeah, UFC, uh, the main event. 
What's his name? I can't pronounce it. Uh, held on to the title. Oh shit! Oh, Shovishkovskiy. Anyway, they say they say the main event of two sixty six. Uh, Volkanovsky. 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 We'll go with that. There we go. Versus Ortega. um, And they said that has uh, fight of the year potential because that was a good fight. Oh, I watched some highlights and man, wow. I can't even believe both of them were standing at the end or it didn't end in a... And Robbie Lawler beat Nate Diaz, right? Yeah. So... Yeah. No, if you if you get some YouTube videos and want to check out that uh, Ortega fight, um, wow. He had him, too, cradled a couple times. Yeah. Oh. I don't even know how the hell he got out of yeah. that. Ortega had him. Yes. Yeah. It was... Uh, yeah, they were submission holds and that he should have been... That's what they said. They should have been... Tap outs, and he somehow got out of them and won the decision. Well, the one time, uh, the um, uh, Volkanovsky is looking at the ref, giving him the thumbs up, like, "Hey, I'm okay. Don't call this thing. Don't you dare slap your hand on yeah. the on the mat. Um, I'm gonna get out of here. Just give me a second. <laughs> Which is like, I would have been, I would have been slapping, hammering that mat so bad. I get me the hell out of here before I die. All, All right. right. All right. Are so. we rating this? I think we're there. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yes, we are. I, I was going to say something else, but that's actually our uh, another segment of ours, so I'm not going to share that just yet. I'm going first. All right, sure. Another blood of crane, cran, crank, crank. That's the porn I was in. <laughs> but then, yeah, that that blood of crank vampire movie. With somebody who's menstruating. Boom. Blood of <laughs> oh Crank. Oh, my God. Boom. Man. Blood of Crank. That, I've got it. Oh, God. When Ron Jeremy gets out of jail, I'm making a call. <laughs> hey, Ron, I got an idea for you. What do you think about this, buddy? So, anyway. All right. Let's um, rate before this goes any further. All right. Will do. So, another splendid selection. Let me take my final poll here. Do I like it better than the Barbarian Haze to go over four? I'm going to go I'm going to copy what you did on the first beer and I'm going to go 3.9 because I say uh, Barbarian Haze from Three Floyds had just a little bit more flavor but 3.9 very delicious but I do like tasting one better so 3.9 all right. Well, I'm just I'm showing Mike right now. I wrote down I didn't want to be influenced by his rating. I put 3.65. Now this is this is going to be a little different. It was the flavor was a little too intense for me for some reason. Now I'm I'm usually I'm the I'm the sweet tooth of the of the group here of the pair, but you know they they claim with the puree and you know it's going to be. I just I don't know. It, it obviously three point six five is a solid rating. Um, it's not like I'm just going to throw this down the sink or anything like that. I'm definitely finished it. Yeah, but, please don't do that because I'll finish it for you. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just the the orange taste was a little too intense, um, so I, I couldn't I couldn't put it up there towards the four. Well, even though we can't, uh, or at least I said I can't take that to a 4.0 maybe this next one will be a 4.0 for us 
But uh, I know the listeners, they're kind of like, they're thinking like, well, what's what's going on? Or maybe some of them might be saying, oh, come on! And they're like, what's what was, what was the untapped? So where were you guys relative to the untapped? Yes, thank you. I don't even think I did the untapped for the first one, did I? Now that you mentioned I don't think so either. We were so wrapped up in ourselves that we forgot to give the vitals to the listeners. All right, so for the Barbarian Haze, which you... You had a, at a 4.0. Uh, the untapped crowd, let's see, at 34,000 check-ins. So that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good sample. Uh, 3.84. So a bit underneath us. A little bit. Yeah. In the same neighborhood. Yeah, in the neighborhood, but, but yeah, I'm surprised yeah. that that was only 3.84. What I, about the Blood of Crank? So the Blood of Crank, um, okay, so... Yeah, just a microbrewery, not as big, 775 check-ins. So not a very, that's just all their friends. Right. Pretty much checking in, maybe. Uh, 3.70. All right, so you were below and I was above. So I've been above both rankings, which is So right there in between. All right. But for the third tasting, uh, also from my son Jake, a donation from uh, Three Floyds, Zombie Dust. This is an undead... Pale ale, and this is the one in the in the initially I said, you know, I thought the barbarian ale was the American pale ale. This is the American pale ale. All right, all right. So the stats on this one: six point five percent alcohol, sixty two IBUs. And what did we say that now? This one doesn't look as much like, but what was the? Uh, the oh blue? well, we were you were thinking earlier before of uh, Voodoo Ranger. Thank you. There you yeah. go. But see, Voodoo this Ranger. This one's not as much. No. I thought the first can was more Voodoo Ranger ish than this one. This is like a zombie king, something kind of half. I don't know. It's like a Dracula outfit, but uh, just trying to look badass, I guess. And on the can, it says, it's not normal. All right. So I don't know what. We'll find out what's not normal about it. And well, it's got uh, a lot to live up to versus. Barbarian Haze. Yeah, and I've got my Keweenaw pint glass. I'm going to be up at the Keweenaw Brewing Company here next weekend in Houghton, Michigan. I'm going with Ripe Rain Brewery. A little Traverse City action. That's your traditional. Yeah. Hoppy scent. Yes. This is a this is their hop forward. This is their very dry hopped hop poppy hop hop hopper. But only at 62 IBU, so we'll see. Oh. Boy, I tell you. Word, reach out to a one-time guest. Where's Jake getting the, uh, the three Floyd from? Because you said I'm that's assuming this, Indiana, is in the Grand, right? this is in the Grand Rapids area because that's where he's at right now. And that's in, in Indianapolis. Indiana, right? It's What's that? Three Floyds. Three Floyds is Munson, Indiana. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, hey. Uh, funny story. I I thought it was funny. I don't know if anybody else found this was actually more for my mom as a little bit of uh, you know, news to her if she hasn't heard already, but I'm sure she has. But anyway, so I'm in one of the stores that we're dealing with. You're pregnant. Sorry, never mind. Um, I thought I was, but um, I went to Texas, and you know, (laughs) um. So anyway, uh, I'm Sorry. sure you coached his you 
I coached his grandson. You probably taught his grandson. John Sonfeld, Marty's dad, Sam's grandpa. Yep. I see him all the time at Meyer and uh, no free ads. And I talked to him. He's a good friend of my dad's, real good friend of my dad's. And I've known him since I was perhaps pre, I'm sure preteen into early teenage years. So anyway, we're at an account the other day. And I'm talking to one of my merchandisers. And you know, you like, you're talking to somebody and they're looking past you. So I know, I kind of feel somebody's behind me. And then he comes up and he kind of like blows in my ear. And I, I turn around, hey, John, how you doing? You know, we talk, we talk. And then somebody else came up to me. And then he's kind of like wandering around. He keeps going past me. Blowing in your ear? Not blowing in my ear. Oh, okay. blow, blew in my ear once. Okay. And, uh. So anyway, he finally gets me in the alone, and he says, "Hey, um, just just in this tone and everything. Hey, um, you remember Lyle Ploggy, Mike?" I'm what? like, "Oh yeah, Lyle Ploggy." I said, "Yeah, oh yeah, you know, God, I I can't remember the last time I saw him, John." I said, "I remember him. I just, I, I geez, I don't even know him. He's dead." <laughs> and I literally, I literally <laughs> laughed out loud. And he's like, he, he gives me the strangest look. He wasn't offended because he's, he's a goofy guy. And he's got a real funny sense of humor. So he wasn't um, mad or nothing. But you should have seen the way he looked at me because I literally laughed. Out, I, I mean, it wasn't like a, uh, I mean, I literally laughed. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's not a joke. I'm like, I said, no. I, I said, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, the way you said, do you know Lyle Ploggy? Because Lyle Ploggy was a friend of my dad's as well. Well, that. And my dad would have been 80. So let's say Lyle is 70 minimum. And maybe Lyle was older than my dad. I don't know. So, you know, and I'm thinking, he's like, hey, yo, remember Lyle Ploggy? Oh, yeah, he just won a $20 million lottery in Texas. Oh, yeah. Or remember Lyle Ploggy? Yeah, he just. Uh, finished a marathon. He finished a marathon in record time. Or, you know, you know, he's uh, married to a 21-year-old stripper, and they, they're they having triplets or something like that. That was the tone of his voice. And then I was like, yeah, he's dead. And, then, and, and that's why I told him, I said, I'm not laughing that he's dead, John. He said, I said, I, just your delivery was off. I was like, you know, you, it starts with you blowing in my, usually don't blow in somebody's oh, ear yeah. and tell, tell yeah. them somebody's dead. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, this is, I just want to tell you this guy's dead. Yeah. And, uh, but it was like, Sadie's like, well, maybe I shouldn't be a funeral director then. I'm like, yeah, it's just like, hey, you know, hey that's too bad about Lyle. I'm like, but whatever, but I thought it was funny because I literally laughed. He said, he's, yeah, he's dead. And I literally laughed. I laughed because he told me a friend of my dad's was dead. So anyway, Mom, Lyle Ploggy passed away the other day if you have not heard that. Um, All right. But anyway, so yeah, I thought I thought that was extremely funny. That was just, and it was just his delivery. It was so matter-of-factly. And I was expecting something more. But that really, that really, that really, that really uh, dates him, though. Do you know what I mean? To come up and to to strike up a conversation and just start talking about. I mean, and I know as a family friend, right? But oh no, yeah. But it's like usually when you usually when you if like you tell somebody somebody died, the last reaction because I it was. I mean, it wasn't, uh, (laughs) but it was. 
I mean, I literally laughed out loud. I would have liked to have seen the look on his face. Yeah, because he kind just of looked like at me. Just like, yeah, like, he's like, well, that's not, huh? I'm, up to, I'm not joking. I said, no, I know you're not joking, but just, I wasn't extra. I mean, your setup was a little off, I told yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. so, but anyways, yeah, so mom, I don't know when the last time you saw Lyle, but. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Rest in peace, Lyle. Rest in peace. God, when I. I, I can't even remember the fucking last time I ever saw him. But anyway, without further ado. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck and oddly enough, I didn't have a fuck you this week until Friday, even though it was after Yardways pickup. The one day this week you actually had a chance to get out and cut your grass. Right. I get out and cut my grass. And people across the street. I'm, you know, I could, you know, alienate a lot of neighbors here. Because I'm sure the entire neighborhood listens to oh, yeah. the North and South for Studio sure. Productions. For sure. yeah. But fuck it, I don't care. It's a fuck you segment. And anyway, across the street, moved into the Dunkel's house. They just destroyed the lawn. I mean, literally destroyed it. That's not the fuck you. I mean, hey, that's their business. But Liz and I and the boys, well, not Nick, because Nick's only 18. But we, and Justin's 25, so we've lived at the North Studio for, Liz will correct me on this, but 22 plus years. Sure. And a house probably... North, south, four or five houses west on Ellie. The only re- way I would recognize her is she's older than me and older than Liz. I mean, she's probably early 60s and a set of major league yabos. Okay. Huge tracts of land. Yes. And it's like, yes, in passing, hi, how you doing? Right. That. Yeah. Cordial. Exactly. But as I'm cutting the grass, I notice her and her husband stop and talk to the people in the Dunkel's house. Okay. Not once in 22 or 23 years have they stopped and talked to us. So for that, I would like to give a big fuck you to you two because that's crazy. I mean, the people across the street from me have only been there weeks. Not even months. It's weeks. Well, maybe they maybe they knew him no, and they got him into because, that house. No, because the uh, remember the one episode we were outside and I yelled at Brian Tennant for cutting grass. Yeah. While we were recording, Brian Grass, Brian Grass, Brian Tennant used to cut the grass of Steve Dunkel. Gotcha. And when Steve Dunkel moved, because they had to, Steve had to put his wife into a home because she wasn't doing well, get yeah. Alzheimer's or whatever. Right. So and then he moved to whatever, whatever, and. He and Steve gave Brian the backstory that uh, these people came from like Minnesota or something, okay. Minnesota or Wyoming or wherever. Sure. Now, yeah, could the the people west of the North Studio know somebody from Wyoming? Maybe, but not fucking likely. Right. I ain't buying it. I ain't buying that. Yet they go and fucking like basically greet them and have never fucking in twenty three fucking years. Right. Have never fucking greeted us. Fuck you. 
Maybe Ruby shit in their yard one time. And Ruby doesn't to... shit in anybody's yard because so I fucking carry a bag and pick it up. Ruby does right. not shit right, in I'm anybody's just, I'm, yard. I, okay, I'm grasping no, at straws here. No, so fuck here. you to them. All right. Fuck you. We'll leave it at and that. And your big tits. <laughs> so as I started the show, I'm better than everybody this week, so I don't have a fuck you, Mike. Like I said, I didn't either until I saw that fucking abomination of that, uh, woeful, rudeness. woeful rudeness, non-neighborly shit. Yeah, that was that was very hurtful. I can They're see lucky that. Lucky I have a fucking strong psyche. Otherwise, I would have just stuck my hand in the lawnmower blade. <laughs> right. Yes, I'll show you. They'd been looking like, what are you doing? All right. So, um, do you have anything else for the week? I mean, I have a random question. No. But... Um, no, because I, I got my Lyle Ploggy story. Yep. We got the fuck you out of the way. Right. Talk sports, what we've watched. No, I'm all set, I think, David. So this this random question might take a little bit. I'm not sure. I don't know if you've ever given any thought to it, but I actually think it's a good random question. Okay? Okay. So, it's a two-parter. All right. The NFL and the MLB. If you were able to change either the mascot, the logo, or the design of the uniforms... Pick a team, one in the NFL, one in the MLB, and which ones do you, I guess it would be if you dislike the most, what would you do to change it? It could be, it could be logo, um, or mascot, logo, or just how the uniform is designed, or all three. Take some time and think about that. Uh, you- well, in the NFL, not that at the Fishman 8 listens all the time anyway. Fuck it, even if he does listen to this particular episode. Browns. The Cleveland Browns were named after Paul Brown. All right, number one, I don't even think the fucking color of their helmets is brown. I think it's more of an orangish color than It, it is orange. I mean, some of their uniform schemes have brown in them, but that fucking uniform helmet's not brown. No. And so if you're going to name it, you know, the Cleveland Browns, show a picture of the Brown family. Have it their family portrait. Or something, or change the name on the helmet. Yeah, oh, on, the, okay. on the helmet, on anything, because the Cleveland Browns, named after Paul Brown, is an orange helmet. It, that makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. Okay. And yeah. So, so I mean, if it's going to be named after Paul Brown, put a picture of Paul Brown on your fucking helmet. <laughs> All right. Or something. Do or, or sure. you know, like you know, change it to a. Uh, uh, fuck it. What is? What do we say? The Cleveland baseball. That's not the point. Um, so yeah. So that would be my football one. It's like, or if you're gonna go brown, change everything to brown. Yeah, they have a brown jersey. I give you that. Right. The helmet is orange. Sure. So, I so that's so that's the point. The, I think you're the point you're making that I'm getting from you is that almost every other. Uh, NFL team, you got the Green Bay Packers, you got a G on the helmet. Right. Right. You got the Rams have a Ram shape on the helmet. Right? The Buccaneers. San Francisco says SF. Right. Buccaneers, yeah. And, you know, and I, I, and I don't, obviously the family portrait of the Browns would be, is kind of said tongue in cheek, but what I'm saying is, then have it be brown. Right. Have, have a brown helmet. Sure. Okay. Coordinate that. In the gotcha. MLB, Ah, 
Yankee. Uh, I don't. I don't see any errors in Major League Baseball. Not necessarily an error, but maybe a mascot or, yeah. or, a, or a, like the. Um, I don't know. I, I. I mean, I'll give you my take in a second, but I just wanted to see if there was anything else. I can't think of one right off with that short of notice as we do on this podcast. What about Arizona? The Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks. Why there's no Diamondbacks in Arizona? No, there is. I'm just saying. Like the uniform, the mascot, no no problem with that? Okay. All right. What's a Dodger? Yeah, that, I don't know. I never had any problem with it because it was just the L.A. Dodgers. Is that, is that just maybe when they were forming the baseball team, like somebody was playing in traffic and they said, oh, we're going to... Or maybe they didn't believe we, We're going to get that. That kid went across like six lanes of traffic. We're going to get him on the team because he's pretty fast. Maybe they don't fast. believe in war. Oh, the, the Dodgers. Oh, See? wow. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. That would be the history. You guys, anybody, you know, the, the listeners, anybody out there, if you if you know like how the Dodgers name came to be, let us know. Uh, we did not fact check that before this question, but that'd be interesting. And I'm, you know, subject so in the Red Sox. I think Yankees should actually have um, their name on the back. I know that's a big thing. That's because in, back in the olden times, you didn't. The players did not have names on the back, mm-hmm. and the Yankees still do not at home. Okay. Um. So. But, other, but do you know why the Yankees always win? Uh, they have more runs than the other team. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's um, uh, the line is from uh, Catch Me If You Can, Leonardo or Leonardo. Good God, this is the third tasting. Um, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Tom Hanks. Catch Me If You Can. So at that period that the movie, you know, was at is because uh, you know the answer was because they had Mickey Mantle and. It's like, no, because nobody can stop staring at the damn pinstripes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't mind the pinstripes. I don't like the fact there's a name yeah, on yeah. the back of the jersey. All right. Um, trying to think before. Like I said, my, that okay. was my only NFL gripe. But baseball, I don't think I have a gripe. Okay. Well, my NFL gripe right now is you got the Las Vegas Raiders. Right. That does not sit with well with me. I don't know why. It should be something like the... Um, uh, the Las Vegas um, uh, poker chips, or the Las Vegas. Well, that would be if it was a new team. The Raiders moved, so they kept the Raiders name. I, I don't yeah, know. I'm just I, saying, I, I, like no, right. Las Vegas Raiders. It just does not connect. It doesn't. I, and that's just me. Well, being, what about when you and I go to Vegas for the tenth annual flight football and anything else webcast? Yeah. We raid the fucking blackjack table and take all their money back home with us. Then I so might accept raiders. it. Sure. So yeah, whatever. Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Now, speaking of raiders, one last thing that you... Um, cannibalism. <laughs> okay. Could you do it or not? No. Now, wait. Now, if I, well, if I'm, said that, that if I'm on a mountaintop... If I crashed in a plane and I'm on a mountaintop and I have to survive, maybe I would, if I could start a fire, cook up, you know, like somebody. So you do definitely cook it. Oh, hell yes. So, like, all right, so like on day 11, I'm dead. You know, we're we're doing, we're going to do a meet and greet in the Great White North. Sure. And our plane crashes. (laughs) And you survive, and I'm dead. Yeah. 
Um, if I can't start a fire, forget it. I'm dying too. I'm going down with the plane. So and you're Mike. not just going to bite into my bicep? Nope, not not going to happen. Nope. See, now you say that now, but when you're like at that point, like I got to eat, and you see me dead, and you're you're gonna you're gonna process it like he's dead anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's. Um, that actually is probably a better random question than mine, but no, I don't. No, I don't think I would. Now, you know, given at that time, who the, who the hell knows? But if you're asking me right now, no, not gonna happen. I didn't really mean it as a random question. It was actually, I want. It doesn't exist. Does cannibalism exist? Well, I'm sure it does somewhere. Yeah. Oh, one last thing. You are fucking running away with. I, I updated a, a post on flights, football, and anything else Facebook page. Yeah, I mean. There's 15 weeks. No stats from today are included yeah. in my update. Okay. But you're running away with the fantasy league because you've got Rodgers. No, not Rodgers. Um, Brady, Aaron Jones, who had four touchdowns last week. And I can't remember who your receiver is, but you have like 15 touchdowns. And I, I just keep track of it, touchdowns. So when the, when, right. the, when the listeners look at the Facebook page and they say, well, how is it 15 to 8? I'm just counting up total touchdowns because it's sure. a touchdown league. I mean, if you want, you can go 15 times six is 90, but you know everybody's going to get the times six, so I just go total touchdowns. Right. And you're running away with it right now after two weeks. Do you know why I'm running away with it? Well, because Brady and fucking Jones. No, because it, I have I, I had no idea. I wasn't keeping. Yeah, I, I had. Well, forgot. you had no idea. It was a random draw too. So I mean, I've right. literally random drawed the five participants teams. <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm, I mean, like I said, that's I've said I was better than most everybody right now, so I stand by that. Are you ready to rate this? I think so. Zombie dust. All right, you're first, though. From Three Floyds. Uh, one more pull. All right. That's really good. That is a hot forward kind of a... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. By the way, I already have mine written down. Yeah, I figured you would. We've been doing that a lot lately, just to make sure we weren't influenced by the other person's rating. Uh, there you go. 3.75. And so you're hoping Adams would get another catch there and get you some more points on that. He didn't even throw to Adams. They went for it on fourth and one. What a horrible play call. Up 10 nothing. Yeah, that was terrible. Rogers just cussed out somebody. Who's he yelling at? Yeah, somebody didn't run the right play. What'd you rate it, Dave? 3.75. All right. Well, I liked it. Um, very happy. Uh, probably it's all the 62 IBUs and more. So, yeah. What say you? Um, what do you got there? Maybe in a pod first, I'd have to check the rankings of the other 92 episodes, but I liked it equally as much as Blood of Crank, but I'm still going to go with Barbarian Hayes, my favorite. So I rated the uh, Zombie Dust a 3.90, oh, just wow. like I rated the Blood of Crank. Exactly because I think, yep, they didn't taste the same, had different flavors and notes. Oh, they did, But for it, sure. was, it was like, hey, hey, two left. You're, oh, you're going to pick that one? Okay, fine. I'll drink this one. That ain't no big deal. So, I will. Excellent choices. May, uh, maybe Jake should pick our, and he picked two of the three out. Maybe Jake should pick our beer outs all the time. So <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, 
Jake, Barbarian Hayes, let me know what I owe you. Six-pack, 12-pack, whatever. All right. That's, but then again, Dave, alas, it's coming to the time of the pod. So look down at the bottom of my glass. I can see, oh, hey. Oh, I got to do I, the rating. Oh, good call. Good yeah, call, yeah good I almost call. forgot yeah, again. Yeah, good call. All right, let's look it up on Untapped. Uh, Zombie Dust from Three Floyds Brewing Company in Munster, Indiana. Holy shit. Uh, okay. 242,000. That's 242,000 check-ins. That's a lot of check-ins, Mike. A lot of check-ins. Uh, wow. 4.25. 4.25. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, I went 3.9, so I'm in the neighborhood. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well above four. Huh. It it does have a it does have a really good, nice hoppy flavor. And we've said that you know the untapped crowd is usually really yeah. partial to that. Yes. For sure. So wow. Now four, you can look down into four, the bottom. Four two nine or four two nine. I wrote down four two nine as four two nine or five. Four two five. All right, four two five. I mean, that's a stellar rate. Hey, three three point nine zero. Nothing to shake your stick at. No, or a stick at. But hey, <sighs> again, take two. As I look down in the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say, "You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here." <laughs>